Good morning, welcome, and happy Mother's Day. Already that time, and this is one of those times when we uh, let the calendar tell us what we're going to talk about today, and of course that is going to be about mothers. And uh, it was interesting, you can always tell the, uh, the seasons or the holidays coming up by what's on display in the stores and the, the flyers and, and communication that we get from the, the businesses trying to cash in and, and represent the upcoming holiday. And uh, this year, I seen something quite different that there was uh, several companies that decided that they were not going to participate in this holiday this year, that they were not going to make any kind of representation towards the Mother Day. Furthermore, there was also some that was sending out emails so that if they were going to do anything and you did not want to see the correspondence representing Mother's Day, that you could opt out before it took place. Because the reasoning because of all of this, because somehow, some way in today's world that we are, are walking through, the word mother has become offensive. The word mother has become triggering. And the only thing that we can conclude from that is, is that it's the absolute work of Satan. Psalms 127.3 Lo, children are heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of the mighty man, so are the children of the youth. You know, we uh, can look in the beginning when God created man. And he said it wasn't good for, for man to be alone. So he made it him a help meet. Someone to complete him. Someone to come together, complete that circle, and make the beginning of the family unit. Because it's with this union, when they come together, we have these rewards, these children, the family. You know... They say that there is many things that's not included in the Word of God because there's just so much of it. And I wonder sometimes when we look at the story in the beginning, is there a little bit more commentary? Did God look at man and say, this is good, but I think I can do a little bit better? Today's world wants to take away the emphasis of the family. God tells us that children are rewards. 
The family structure is what God has strived for. God was content with himself, but yet he wanted family. So he created man. And he tells mankind to be fruitful, to multiply. Women have this gift. It's amazing what the the human body can do, how this life can grow inside of it, how it can expand and then come forth. It truly is a miracle. And we see that The world is constantly attacking what it means to be a mother and also what these new lives represent. They tell you that it's just cells. It's just an inconvenience. It's just a medical procedure. That is a choice. It is a God-given reward. It is a God-given life. It is a blessing. It is a miracle. It's something that is God's image what he created, what he designed. And we get to be a part of that. It's as close to creation as we can get as mankind. Oftentimes we hear people say that I created this or created that, I created this idea, I created this product. What we fail to realize is that there's only one true creator, and that is God. Because he took absolutely nothing. He spoke and he made light. He created the earth, the waters, the stars from nothing. Everything that we create, we take something that is already here. We take the raw materials And we put it together. When we have an idea, who gave us that idea? Where do we get our abilities from? It's all inspired by God. But when we can create this life, this life is made and it springs forward. That is something amazing. Look at what God did. He took the bone from Adam's side. He took it out and created a new life. And we see this representation when new life springs from the existing. It comes out of. 
But the world wants us to dismiss it. Wants us to take off the emphasis of how important it is because it represents God. And we know that Satan is against everything that is for God. What does it mean to be a mother? Proverbs 1 and 8. For thou shalt be an ornament of grace. Oh, my son, hear the instructions of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when they are old, he will not depart from it. And I can keep going on and on and on. Many times when we look in the, the Word of God, from beginning to the end, we see themes. We see a continual story. We see emphasis of the same element over and over again through all the different writers, through all the different situations, because that's how God works. God is a thread that is woven into everything. And when we see what it is to be a mother. One of the common threads that's in each and every scripture is wisdom, is training, is teaching. Sometimes that can be difficult as a parent because we have this innate want inside of us to be liked. We want to be part of the crowd. We want to belong to something. And that's why the world is so impactful to us. Because it seems so vast. It seems like it is so big that there are so many people that's doing the same thing. For us to stand out and to be different is scary. Especially when we move into our own little circles. There are times that it's difficult because our children are not always going to like the decisions we make, how we, we teach, and what we are to do. So it's becoming more and more popular now that the course of parenting is to simply not parent. To forsake that role. Mothers, you are the example. You're the anchor. Throughout history, as men go off to war, as they go to, to hunt and gather, as they go to carve a place for themselves in the world, it is the woman that maintains the household. That is the base. 
that is soft and compassionate and caring. She's the teacher, the nurturer, the nurse. She wears many hats and fills many roles. And it's the beacon that brings everyone back. And at one time, this was a great sense of pride. It was a great sense of self-worth. And over time, the world has tarnished this idea that we put worldly things over godly things. Careers. That we have to have status. That we have to make our own way. That we have to have all of these things. So to be able to get all these things, we have to put in more time, more work, more effort. And time is a very limited commodity. There's only so much of it. So much of it that we can use in a day. So if we're putting more effort in other places, it's got to come from somewhere else. And it comes from the family. This is not an accident. This is by design. We want our children to be our friends. So we have adopted this idea that we need to let them make their own decisions, do what they want to do, and not give them any guidance. But that's not what the Word of God says. It says, train them up. And they will not depart from it. If we do not do our duty and train, they don't have to worry about departing from it because they'll never be there to begin with. It is our job. As mothers, as fathers, to teach, to train. We live in this world where we put our self worth by the amount of likes we get on a picture, on a post, how many followers we have. And we're willing to exploit our children to be able to accomplish these things. The world we're living in today is so different than the one that I grew up in. 
things that are mainstream now, the things that are discussed in the open, the things that people are involved in, I'm sure existed, but we're in the darkest realms of people's secrets. But now we seem to have the need to celebrate everything that is different and especially if it goes against God. We don't have a uptick in the way people are acting and feeling. We have a downgrade in parenting. Because we're afraid of offending someone else. We're afraid that we're not going to be liked. So what do we do? We just go along with whatever the world tells us. And we see that celebrities, people with influence... They'll get up and say, yes, I am going to allow my child to do this. And I don't care what anyone else says. I don't care if it's right or wrong. Because I believe in it. So many videos and posts of people pushing their children into dark directions. They see something out of sorts. A boy picks up a doll. A girl picks up a truck. And they say, oh, wait, something's wrong here. They must be different. They're trapped in the wrong body. They're transgender. So they want to make a show of it and put it up for us to see that how supportive they are as parents, how progressive they are, when all it is is a way to seek attention. It's selfish. And we are hurting our own children for likes, to feel better about ourselves. All because the world tells us that's what we should do. Children need to be trained. You know what the biggest problem with any situation? Let's go to another topic. There's lots of people that like to get up and talk about the, we'll call it the negative side of God. They'll go to the Word, they'll try to pull up all these points 
and try to say how the Bible is wrong, how God is wrong, and all these things. And they'll list all these things out, or they'll ask these questions that are open-ended, and they'll leave it at that. And it works, because the people that are listening don't have any foundation to prove or disprove what they are saying. But when you know the Word of God, and you don't have to have it memorized, you don't have to have a complete knowledge of it, just a general knowledge of it, it will jump out at you so fast. They'll say one thing. They'll question this. And instantly it'll come to you, no, that is wrong, and this is the reason why. Because the Word says this. They're misusing that verse. Read the one in front of it, behind it. Or, that's not in God's character. At the very least, we can tell what is God's character so we know that something's wrong. So we can go ourselves and we can look and see what it is. But you know, if it sounds right and it looks right and it smells right, we don't question it. And there's so many people out there that is walking around confused. Confused. You know, when we, uh, we look at some of these other religions, you look at cults, you look at these different things, and you wonder, how is it that someone can get so deeply involved in something like that? Because to me, when I hear their ideology, I say, no, absolutely not, because that goes against God. That goes against the Word. I can tear it down in just a couple of minutes. And once I can use the Word of God to disprove something, I don't need to go any further. I know that it's wrong. I know that it's nothing I need to be involved with. But I'm blessed because long ago, someone instilled in me the importance of God in my life. And from that foundation, I've been able to grow that relationship. And that relationship tends to grow each and every day. And it all goes back to that foundation. We worry about our children. I got one that's grown now. That's fixing to go out in the world on her own. But when she can still ask these questions. Was she still into the Word and she's still coming back for more? It gives me hope. It lets me know that she's still connected with God because of a foundation that was implanted a long time ago.
if we place the good things in them, they will grow. But if we allow the weeds to remain, they're going to grow as well. And believe me, now more than ever, they are getting a ton of weeds broadcasted into their garden. It comes from their friends, it comes from TV, it comes from social media, it comes from celebrities, it comes from the music. We are bombarded with it. We used to think that cartoons was safe. They're just funny. They're comical. But more and more as the new things come out, we see more and more indoctrination of what the world says is correct. And we need to be more and more vigilant. We can't be afraid to say, no, that is not right. That is not what God teaches us. And we may not be popular. We may not be the most popular person on the PTA. We may not be the most progressive. We will be in line with what God teaches us. And we go along. We only have very short opportunities to be able to overcome these things. To teach right from wrong. To be able to instruct. And there lies the problem. We're in an everything goes society. If it makes you feel good, then go for it. But what Satan is, is attacking the family structure. He attacks the woman. Oh no, we can't use the word mother anymore because it's offensive because... Some people that wasn't born with the correct parts that might get offended. God shows us how important the mother is. She's half of the unit. God gives us the picture of the family structure with both the man and the woman, each with their own unique set of skills and abilities to be able to pass those teachings, those skills and abilities down to all the children that they produce. To make well-rounded, God-fearing, productive people.
We have to teach. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, what you doing with that? You know, when kids are just kids, they get bored. They will play with anything if it's in front of them. We regulate what they have around them to play with. So many times in life now that we fail to take any kind of responsibility for ourselves. If something happens to one of our children, well, it's because this wasn't safe. Because these people were around. Because there wasn't enough laws. How about we go back to the basis of it that you weren't doing your job. You know, if we just took the time to properly care for our children, a lot of these other things that's put into place wouldn't be needed. The world is making them an easy target because no one seems to, to care anymore about doing their job. Doing... You know, it can be hard. It can be difficult. But everything that we have in life has its pros and cons. Yes, there's some times that Children are a reward and a blessing, and sometimes they are anything but. But we can say that about anything. We can have that nice house that we've always dreamed of, but it's still going to require maintenance. There's still going to be cost that assumes. We can have that car, but you still got to take it in for oil change. You still got to replace the tires and the wiper blades and the battery. Things are still going to break. Everything we have that's worthwhile, they are going to be times that there are difficulties. There are going to be times that it challenges us. And our children are no different. It's ludicrous to allow them to make some of the choices that they are making at such a young age. We don't let them smoke. We don't let them drink. We don't let them drive to a certain age. We don't let them vote. We don't ship them off to war. We limit how long and if they can work. All kinds of things are in place for care to ensure their safety because they are not developed mentally to be able to make these difficult kind of choices. But yet we can let them determine if they're having some kind of dephoria that we need to, instead of treat it and correct it, that we need to give into it. 
So much so that the government is trying to prevent us from being able to make decisions for our own children. Because the world has gotten that corrupt and Satan wants to break down the image of God and the family unit so bad and we are standing by and allowing it to happen because we want to be popular. We want to feel good. We want to be part of that in crowd. I dare you to be different. I dare you to be different. To stand on a solid foundation of what's right. And not only for ourselves, not only to be that example, but also to be able to pass it down to the next generation. We see a downfall each time a new generation comes forward. They're unmotivated. They don't want to work. And there is less and less and less participation in church. The younger demographic is almost non-existent when it comes to God. We are growing less and less believers each and every year. And it starts at home. And Satan knows this. He don't need to attack the old folks. He needs to attack the new ones coming on. And that's what he's doing, and he's doing it from within. Because we can't serve God and serve the world. So we make it look like God is the enemy. Because he's not in line with our worldly beliefs. They tell us that if we can't be who we are, if we are being judgmental to people, that's not of God. It's of God to stand up for what's right. Be different. 